Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for September 20th, 2009. And we're going to continue with the study that we're doing on the swine flu and the uh, vaccination bracelets uh, called roadblock choke points and these types of things. Continuing this article, we read uh, where he says, Folks, this is when the rubber meets the road regarding survival for you and your family as well as your friends. You owe it to you and yourselves to decide after listening or watching these videos. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play one of them. We, pre- we played the other one before uh, with Greg Everson. As most of you know Greg Everson. He's out training Christian groups in ways to survive these days ahead and is staying on the road ready to bug out to his, quote, retreat position. He shut down his radio show like Steve Quayle and has come and has been going from group to group to help them. He has also attended some law enforcement conferences, meetings usually as an invited speaker. Remember, many of our military and law enforcement officers have families too, and they know they must protect them, just like we are wanting to do the same. This is the major mental conflict for these people, because they know that they will be tracked later if they go AWOL, absent without leave, that's what AWOL means, and not report in for duty at any point. Uh, an important note, the soldier is a Christian, the the lady that we'll hear, who knows she's putting her fate on the line, literally. Okay, sorry about that. Um, this is a Christian who knows she's putting her fate on the line, literally, and she wants to help save some of us. She also says she knows she will see us in heaven. Greg Everson is a pastor and a retired Kansas City Highway Patrol officer. He has been doing all of this, all possible to fight the martial law thing, force vaccinations, etc. These people are giving us warnings while putting their own lives at full risk right now. So please let this information uh, help you to digest their warnings. Death by the shot, which he refers to as a slow suicide, um, is your choice, or by force, or by other bioweapons at the death camps, is, is now what is awaiting us. Again, you know, just understand that the Lord Jesus Christ could have a totally different plan. Avoiding these choke points will be difficult. This is going to be done at nationwide all at once. No avoiding it. Military and police units of all types will be operating all of this. I am sure there will be aerial assault teams as well as around the areas of these choke points to capture runaways who try to avoid the choke point when they get caught in one. In other words, if you drive up to one of these things, they're going to be in areas where you can't turn around, you can't do nothing. And they're going to want to either force vaccinate you right then or um, if you resist, they'll kill you right then, is is what he's saying. And or, but not to say God, the Lord Jesus Christ, can't intervene. Uh, he could intervene at one of those choke points. Do you realize that? He could. He could. You could be surrounded. You could have helicopters over your house. You could have tanks out in front. You could have police surrounding your house, and he could still intervene because he's bigger than all of that. Every bit of it. Question is: Is do you have the faith to believe? Because if you don't have it, he will not intervene. He's not going to do it if you have no faith to believe it can happen. He may not do it, even though you have the faith. Okay, that's up to him. Our lives are not our own, you know, and our lives are but as a vapor; it vanishes away. So. Pray that you be counted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon the world. Going further, <clears throat> it says that these places will be loaded with death for all trapped in one. Slow by death of the vaccine cocktail or by other means, you can expect these things to erupt into bloody killing points um, for resistors. I'm sure killing will be openly seen by many as some Americans start shooting back in efforts to escape or avoid these places. Now, again, if you saw somebody, you know, shot, killed, in front of you, who refused it, it's going to put a second thought into a lot of people's minds. You know? So, they're wanting to set that example. 
that they're not going to mess around with this one. If this happens in this time frame, at some point along the line, whether it happens, starts to happen October 15th or next October 15th, most likely this scenario will start to play out in some time in the future. Whether it's, in other words, whether it's now or later. <clears throat> okay has passed a law ordering... I guess Oklahoma has passed a law ordering every citizen to be vaccinated. How many others do this will be interesting to watch. But you can get a number of them, I bet a number of them will be under extreme pressure to follow suit. This means that, that state law is also requiring people to be vaccinated, as well as the WHO, the UN, federal government agencies, etc., they are all your enemies by doing this because they're ordering you to have them invade your physical body or incarcerate you indefinitely. All workers at these choke points are empowered to have you taken to their concentration camps immediately for indefinite detention and whatever else they want to do to you. You cannot use the pharmaceutical firm making the vaccine, nor can you, you cannot sue the pharmaceutical firm making the vaccine, nor can you sue the government or any persons who give you the vaccine. You cannot go to any federal court of appeal or constitutional rights being taken away illegally. You have no constitutional rights under this government when it comes to these actions being taken against you. This is pure evil for Americans, period. Okay. So, again, that's his take, and I, I injected my take into that. Because I would never read something like that and not give you, not to say that I'm, I'm saying he's a bad guy or whatever, but I just mean that we, we need to always have the hope, the true hope, in the forefront of our minds. The Lord Jesus Christ, His Word. And, and I, I just, more than ever, more than ever, we need that. So the next article is, uh, Canadian government sends body bags to Indian reserves for flu readiness. Now this is from Reuters, again another mainstream thing. This is just September 16th. Canadian government sent body bags, evidently he was saying there was millions of body bags, uh, to remote Indian reserves as it prepared for the winter flu season. Oh, yeah, it's just our way of preparing for the flu season now. Just sent a million body bags. You got all those, you got all those coffins up in Georgia, outside of Atlanta. Uh, was it over a million or something up there? And they can hold three or four bodies apiece. Uh, these are things that they're letting out for a reason. <laughs> they're letting this out into the news for a reason, okay? It's not like, oh, no, they don't want us to know any of this. They do want us to know a certain amount of this. They're preconditioning us. It's just like all of the, the Hollywood shows they've got that are preconditioning us for witchcraft and aliens Okay, and we've done many studies on the supposed, you know, these aliens. All of these various sci-fi things they've got on, they're preconditioning us for wickedness and evil. Because that's what they have planned. So let's go further. <clears throat> the body bags were sent to reserves in Manitoba, the western province in which some remote Indian communities were hard hit by the flu in the spring. Health Minister... Leona, I can't even say the last name, said on Wednesday, she said she didn't have any details of the body bag shipments and has ordered officials to investigate. Uh, again, they're putting this in your mind. Now, the next thing I think we just should play, and you can listen to it, it's up on the internet right now, of this lady that, that and again, this confirms what Greg Everson just reported on and has reported on, uh, he first started reporting on this Ju July 30th, was when he entitled the article, Vac Plans for Vaccine Bracelets to be Forced on People at Roadblocks. Let me just read that, and then we'll, then we'll play the video. Okay. Uh, Greg Everson reports there are plans for roadblocks to force vaccines with military personnel putting bracelets on people. Those who re Now remember, he just said this was validated in the Boston Globe article. Well, he, this was a long, you know, this was months ago he said this. Those who refuse to take the steel ban with a microchip will be put into a prison bus and taken to a quarantine camp. Everson also says he believes that many law enforcement officers will reject using the Gestapo-like approach on their fellow citizens and will question 
the limit, the legitimacy of the orders of what looks like a bunch of criminals in the federal government to appear uh, to be seeking to retain their power grip on America. Law enforcement officers anxious to restore law and order and arrest really dangerous criminals should look no further than the people sitting in the top echelons of the government. Uh, have you been made of the massive roadblock plans to stop all travelers for vaccine bracelets, uh, vac- um, stainless steel chips with microchips in them, and that they will force you to take the shot? Refuse it, you will be placed on a prison bus, taken to a quarantine camp. What will you do when your children are not allowed to school without a shot? What will you do when you're not allowed to go into a workplace without vaccine paperwork? Buy groceries, go to the bank, shop anywhere. Again, this is why you want to, if, if the Lord's convicting you to do something, you know, you may want to start thinking about that now. If He's convicting you to go somewhere, if He's convicting you to prepare in a certain way, you may want to really start thinking about this because this may be upon us very quickly. Uh, so, these are things just to think about. He goes on to say, police officers will become loathed, feared, despised. Uh, some, I'm sure not all, but note, there are significant numbers of officials at all levels that detest the forced training at FEMA centers. The requirements to stop patriots and simply because they look dangerous and are exercising sp- free speech statements. And again, a lot of it's just stuff we've already rehashed. Let's go ahead, and we're going to listen to this uh, little clip here, and uh, we can get an idea of what she's talking about. And let's see here. I'm just going to go ahead and start this up for us. Okay, I'm going to restart that again. The the wasn't loud enough, so I wanted to make sure everybody heard this. So I'm going to go ahead and restart this right now and probably be stopping a little bit to comment on the way. Hey, I want to say hello to all my subscribers and my friends. Uh, I finally got myself situated in our new home, and I'm back online now, and everything's a-okay. Hey, um, there's something I need to put out this morning, and I've been praying about it now for a couple days. Because I wasn't sure if the Lord wanted me to put it out, and if He did, and I didn't know if I should send it to someone else and have them put it out. And um, I've contacted a few of you and uh, gave you this kind of stuff, hoping that you would put this stuff out. But um, I haven't seen it. So I don't think that I can wait any longer. I was reading from Proverbs 15 today, and it happened to mention in there about... um, putting some sort of knowledge out. I, I can't quote it right now. My Bible's in the other room. So, well, let's go. I'm just going to tell you. <clears throat> so, here's the thing, guys. Am I nervous about putting this information out? Yes. Do I think that it might cause some harm to me? Yes. These are one of those situations where you must ask God and pray about it really hard. Should I do this or should I not? But if I don't do it, some lives could be lost, and I I really don't want to see that happen. I can't see my heart right now, but it's beating a thousand times a minute. Okay. Um, I went away this weekend for a drill and found out some interesting information. Now, when she says drill, I found out from a subsequent video that that means she's, I believe she's in the, the National Guard, and drill is what they do, I believe, once a month um, in the National Guard. That's what she's in reference to, just so you know. Okay. Um, some of the guys that drill with me happen to be CHP officers, uh, L.A. County Sheriff. Now, when she says CHP, I believe that's California Highway Patrol. Sheriffs and and uh, LAPD. 
And uh, some of the stuff that they were putting out to us, or at least to my friend, you know, was putting out some things that about how they're training right now on um, running roadblocks, quarantine, and there's a video that was out recently that talked about shackles, that uh, it's actually a bracelet that gets put on your right hand and uh, somehow pinned into your hand and it's meant to stay there forever. And it tells them that you've taken the swine flu vaccine. And if you don't have a bracelet, you'll be given the opportunity at the checkpoint to take the swine flu vaccine. And if you don't take it, you'll be boarded onto a bus to a concentration camp. What bothers me is a good number of the people are unaware of this. And the people that, some of the people that I spoke to isn't really concerned. They'll just go ahead and take the swine flu vaccine. Um, I don't know why the information's not getting out to everybody. Somehow they think that by taking the swine flu vaccine they could avoid um, going to this, these camps. They can avoid um, any harsh penalties. But I'm telling you now, you take the swine flu vaccine, then you have already condemned yourself. I must tell you that one of my sister units that are up there with me, and my friend happened to take pictures of it. And it's got the, it's got the paperwork that came with it, and it's also got the RFID tracking device. When we he, he photographed both sides of it for you. So I'm going to attach that to this video so that you guys could read through it and see it. Please feel free to take this video and repost it and repost it and repost it. Feel free to um, ask me for those the, the pictures that were taken. Give me your email address. I'll send them to you so that you can have them and you can see them. Now, just so you know, this video was just posted four days ago. It already has 107, almost 118,000 views. And I came here this morning. I started the teaching. And when I started the teaching, it had 111,000 views. And it went up six, oh boy, about 6,000 to, no, about 7,000 views just in about over an hour. So this is getting out. And the links to this RFID device is within her uh, if you if you find this up on the internet in fact if you if you go to the PDF that I have that I'll be posting um, I did post the links there but the also the, the link to the original uh, uh, teaching is there as well and you can click on that you can go see the links uh, it appears as though these RFID uh, devices, or these tracking things, I don't think that what is pictured is actually what goes on the body. It, it appears as this might be something that goes on a vehicle or a building or something of that nature. They're a little, they look a little too large, but I, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But um, anyway, all the links are there, and you can kind of make up your own mind. But I just wanted to mention that. Very plainly on the paperwork that they're meant to be placed on fence posts, uh, personnel, vehicles, basically to mark you. Okay, again, so she just confirmed it. Fence posts, personnel, and vehicles. Uh, it, you know, how that's going to play out, it's hard to say. And uh, these are brand new. And I'll also post a link on the side where you can read up on it as well. This is the part that really shocked me about us receiving these little tiny chips. It's not, we're not getting the shackles right away. We're getting these little, little devices. It's almost see-through, okay, which contains... Well, you'll see it, and you'll read it. And it, it just really bothers me. Now, I understand by putting this out, I'm breaking protocol. Okay? I want you folks to know, just because we wear a United States Army or U.S. Marine or any branch of service, just because we wear that patch doesn't mean we're going to follow an illegal order. Okay? 
There are many of us, many, who took that oath that we swore to when we joined very seriously. Very, very seriously. Now, for those of you that are in the military, remember your oath? What did it say? I swear to uphold and protect the United States Constitution against enemies both foreign and domestic. Okay? By doing this, they're violating our Constitution and don't think they won't come get your guns, but they will, because they have to do that first. They have to do that first before any of this stuff goes down. Okay, now, that would, to me, would pose a almost impossible scenario to implement before the 15th of October. I don't see how they could implement full gun um, confiscation and implement the swine flu vaccine by the 15th. It doesn't seem like it's a plausible scenario at all. So, again, maybe this is something that they're conditioning us for for next year. Uh, it's hard to say. But I, I kind of want to give you both sides of the story. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. Okay. Are you hearing me? Are you listening to me? Please listen to what I'm saying. I'm not full of it. I'm not making this up. I'm not fear-mongering. I'm telling you 100% the truth. Okay? They are going to do this. They are going to do this. Alright? I know now, at least for this area, October 15th is the first set of the swine flu shot. And then November 15th is the second set of the swine flu shot. Okay? Now, I don't know if they're going to be implementing a two-part shot at this point. I know that they have, are recommending you get the regular swine flu vaccine. And then they just, a uh, news report came on the other day saying that, oh, we've got this wonderful news. We've incorporated everything into one shot. So you're not going to have to get two separate flying, swine flu shots. So, again, hard to say how it all may, may play out. You know, I want to tell you, if something happens to me between now and then, and you don't see me anymore, then you know that this video fell into the wrong hands. But I'm not afraid. I'm going to let them do what they got to do to me. And that's okay. Yeah, I would say amen. This is the attitude we need. just need to have. We just... Pray that, that, that you just don't have any fear of man. Because the fear of man bringeth a snare. And the fear of man would incorporate all into this vaccination, uh, forced vaccination, swine flu, all of that's the fear of man. God, the Bible says the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. And perfect love casteth out all fear. So, these are things we need to dwell on regarding the times we're moving into. The Bible says, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friend. So you may be called to do that. I don't know. But absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. If this stuff were to all happen within a month, and let's say let's say they got away with it and, and the vast majority of Christians were wiped off the planet. Well, the reality is, is that means in a month we'll be with the Lord. I'm saying that would be worst case scenario. I'm actually looking forward to that. So that's not something I uh, mean. Obviously, you don't. I don't dread being with the Lord. I want. I mean, I dread the, the judgment seat of Christ. I'm not looking forward to that. But these are the attitudes. I mean, wouldn't that be wonderful to be with the Lord? You know. Anyway, just th things to think about. You know, regarding this scenario, I, I tend to look at it a little differently than um, than some people. I want to give you that hope. I always want to keep that hope of the Lord Jesus Christ in the forefront of your mind. But I'll see all you good people again, all you Christians. You know I'll see you again. Amen. That oath that I took, I didn't make that oath to our U.S. government. I made that oath to God. At the end of it, you say, so help me God. And when you make a promise to God, you better keep it. You better keep it. Because he's going to hold you accountable. Are you... I'm sorry about being so serious. I don't want you guys to worry about me. Take care of your families. Inform your friends. Okay? 
standing up and taking action. Just get to a safe place, all right? That stop the vax thing, they're going to ignore that like they ignore everything else. They must follow through on this agenda. They must follow through on this agenda. It is in their heads, it is in the making, and they will do it. Okay? God bless you all. May he keep you safe. Take care. And at this point, what we're seeing is the these transmitters that she's putting up on the screen. The actual transmitters with the paperwork that uh, evidently they got these transmitters, I believe, in these in the drill that she was in reference to. This one is called the Phoenix 1.5, uh, and it's this um, tracking device. And it tells how it's completely waterproof, and it's a beacon, also referred to as a beacon. And um, she gives you a lot of pictures of that, plus the links that you can go to if you want to research the companies that actually produce this. One company is actually from an area right near where I live in Bonita Springs, Florida. It's CJ Engineering, S-E-G-J-A-Y, and they produce this transmitter. Okay, so now let's go further. And we're going to give you more reports, more, if you want more proof, okay? Here's another one from um, Reuters. Okay, we, we read this one. This is the one where they are, they're expecting the vaccination deaths, okay? And um, uh, they're... They know a significant number of deaths will be blamed on the H1N1 vaccine. We've already talked about the body bags. Now, I'm just going to harken back to the last PowerPoint presentation I put up on YouTube where we talked about um, a couple slides I had in there. One of the, And you can go up there right now and see it. It's the biological weapon one. It's under Scott, Dr. Scott Johnson on YouTube. You'll find it real easy. You can even key it in on Google or wherever. I don't advise you use Google and Yahoo. There is a search engine now that you can get that doesn't record your IP address. Now, again, who knows in the long run how effective that may be. But at least you're trying to move in the right direction. It's called IXQuick. IXQuick. One word. And... Um, I'll just make sure I'm giving you the right address here. Yeah, ixquick.com. And it's uh, it's the search engine I would recommend that you use. But going further, one of the slides I had was from the movie I Am Legend with Will Smith. Okay, and it was, you know, blockbuster, I'm sure, number one movie in that time period of its release. And... In the movie, after an outbreak of a lethal vaccine-induced virus in 2009, that's when the movie, the year the movie's set in, 2009, okay? And in this is when it happens, okay? And then in 2012, the U.S. Army virologist Lieutenant Colonel Robert Neville is left as one of the last healthy humans on Earth. He is one of the few... Few survivors of a biochemical virus induced, introduced initially via cancer cure vaccine. So in other words, they come out with this thing that's supposedly a cure for cancer. Of course, there's all kind of actual cures for cancer out there. They're just being suppressed, okay, because the pharmaceutical cartel has no interest in curing anything. It would take away their reoccurring revenue, their control, and their way to actually depopulate depopulate the planet. It was one of their primary ways that they do that. It's the pharmaceutical profession. And I've done a whole series on pharmakia and how that word is the root word for sorcery in the Bible, in the King James Bible. You can key that in on Sermon Audio and find it. Um, for three years, Neville has been trying to discover a cure for the disease and to find out if any people might have also survived. The vaccine virus has killed the vast majority of the planet and transformed all the remaining infected survivors into mutant victims of the plague. And that's the whole video. Uh, that's the whole thing about this. And it was all caused 
from a vaccine. And the vaccine had a 100% cure rate for cancer. I mean, it was foolproof. But you turned into a zombie, you know, this mutant zombie-like creature. There's a lot of movies. There's another one they just released the other day about zombies. And in, in creating these zombie-like, you know, quarantine. Oh, really? Yeah. I just... They're trying... I'll tell you, I, I really think that the truth is stranger than fiction. And the things that we're going to be exposed to in the coming years are going to be... It really is going to be like a sci-fi type of movie. It's, that's going to become reality. And we've been so conditioned for this for so long. And we've been so conditioned and immersed and steeped in evil for so long. You know, who knows? Also, she brought up a point um, about being, um, if she were to disappear or something. I, I would say the same thing. Now, I'm not, I have total faith the Lord Jesus Christ is going to protect me. But if anything were to come out about me where I'm missing or whatever, bear in mind, you know, if, if the Lord would let them pull such a thing off, I'm not going to go out and commit suicide or do anything like that. Never. So just bear that in mind. And, and I do want to thank, you know, my listeners for, you know, all the, the uh, kind emails that people have sent um, and words of encouragement, and um, anyone that's sewn into this ministry and donated, I really want to thank you for that. It's enabled me to to um, really uh, transform into a full-time ministry. I've been able to, to, to start to do that and to realize that, and um, I'm putting in, oh my word, I don't know how many hours per week. The emails just keep coming over, and I, I answer them, I answer them, I answer them, and then I just click the send and receive, and I get a whole batch of questions. It's getting to the point where I just can't keep up anymore. So if I don't answer your email, bear in mind, I'm not trying to ignore you or be disrespectful, but I'm getting to the point where I just can't do it all anymore. And I'm trying to do every single thing uh, regarding this part. The, Tim has got the, the website up, and we're trying to add to that. He's trying to do that, and he's doing a great job, and that website is, is awesome, and that's contendingfortruth.com. There's also the End Time Delusion number one site up on YouTube that Stephen has put up, another listener. And they're just doing this out of the goodness of their heart. So pray for them. Uh, it's Tim um, that has the Contending for Truth website, and Steve has the End Time Delusion number one. And there's also many others that are putting the audios either in some type of YouTube format or audio format and putting them up on their, on their uh, website. So pray for them. I have noticed that people that try to help me typically get hammered very hard, okay, by the enemy. And I'm just being honest, and I'm not saying that to discourage you helping this ministry, but um, understand that if you're, if, you're, if you're putting into any ministry that's making a difference for, for the Lord, whether it be, you know, feeding orphans, or whether it be getting end-time truth out, or whether it be, you know, preparation or getting right with the Lord, any ministry like that, if you if you sow into it, if you if you donate, or if you try to literally help them and get the word out, understand now you get in Satan's crosshairs. But that's where you want to be anyway, isn't it? I mean you want to be in the fight. You want to be a good soldier. You know, you don't want to be sitting there doing nothing and, and being a weak and slothful servant. So anyway, and I'm not accusing anybody of that, I'm just saying this is something we should we should strive to do. And um, so anyway, that, that movie was uh, very interesting. Then the next movie I talked about in the slideshow presentation was the Doomsday movie. And this movie, it was a lot more little known, but it was a... Um, I could literally, if I were to go back with all of the movies that have been released and, and like TV series and go through them, I could do probably a 10-part teaching just on that alone if not a 20 part, just if we just hit the high points of each one, to show you all of the preparation and indoctrination that is being done on the populace worldwide, particularly in America, to accept what is coming. The Doomsday movie is a movie, um, the year is, in this case, it's 2008, a pandemic threatens to wipe out all of humanity. For many in the UK, the end is nigh. Within days of the detection of the Reaper virus, like the Grim Reaper, uh, many millions are infected in Scotland. 
to contain the newly identified virus, the authorities brutally quarantine the country as it succumbs to fear and chaos. You know, more telegraphing of their punches. And the Illuminati always telegraphs their punches prior to cataclysmic events. Go to the first Avion Flu presentation I did up on YouTube, the Avion Flu one, and it's a 16-parter, and I've got a whole section on does the Illuminati telegraph their punches prior to cataclysmic events. And they do. It's part of the Kabbalah. It's part of high-level Luciferianism, where you you basically telegraph your punches, you kind of tell your victim what you're going to do to them prior to it, and in that way, they're warned, but they also are power, they feel as though that, they, I guess they have some power trip knowing that, that their victims are powerless to stop anything that's going to befall them. They like that better if they've already been warned. It's part of their religion in the Kabbalah. High level, the highest form of, of uh, you know, Jewish witchcraft, I guess, that you could talk about. Now, I'm not blaming everything on the Jews, so don't get me wrong there. I'm just saying that a lot of them are high level people that are involved in the Kabbalah and the Talmud and these types of things. So, going further, um, the next article is from September 16th of this year, 2009. And it was entitled, Baxter Ramps Up the Swine Flu Vaccine Yields. Uh, Baxter International on Wednesday said its production yields of swine flu vaccine have increased threefold. In preparation, in presentation to investors, Joy Amundsen, president of Baxter Bioscience Unit, Unit, said the company has begun shipping the swine flu and or H1 vaccines weekly. Now, I hope nobody, none of my listeners are, are uh, investing in these vaccine companies. I had a guy, I read the email, and he said, hold your nose and invest in these companies because you'll make millions. Oh, you talk about blood money. You don't want that money. Trust me. You, you, that's like you talk about bringing a curse on yourself. You know, you're going you're gonna to reap profits off, off the death of millions or, or the sickness at bare minimum. So anyway, um, they're saying that they've increased it threefold. And the new H1N1 strain declared, on, declared a pandemic on June 11th could eventually infect 2 billion people. They're predicting, according to World Health Organization. Now, Baxter's the same company um, ad- that admitted sending the live pandemic flu viruses to subcontractors. And we reported on that heavily. They're the same company. So you talk about the fox guarding the hen house. They've already been, they've already been um, caught shipping the live virus. I believe that was the H5N1 avian bird flu virus to subcontractors. They were caught doing that. Now, these are the same people in charge of the H1N1. Well, let's give them another chance. I mean, come on. Let's let bygones be bygones. We, we, that's all water under the bridge, right? We don't need to worry about that. Well, they're trustworthy, sure, yeah. It's like saying Satan's trustworthy. Oh, he, he looks innocent enough. Well, the Bible says that, that Satan, if he can be transformed into an angel of light, it's no marvel that his ministers can be transformed into ministers of righteousness. A lot of these people that are the ones with the white lab coats that are going to be injecting you are going to come as ministers of righteousness in a way. Hey, we're just doing this for your own good. That doesn't necessarily mean a minister behind a pulpit. Anybody that's per- portraying themselves to be on the side of righteousness. But the Bible says, woe to them that call evil good and good evil and put sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet and light for darkness and darkness for light. That's what they're doing. They're calling something evil good. The Bible also says, warn to them that reward evil for good. And so this is, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in their shoes. I really wouldn't want to be in their shoes on Judgment Day. Going forward, now, we're going to start to switch gears a little bit here. And this is also very important, what we're going to be talking about. We're going to get more now. Uh, I'm going to give you some confirmation of the nanoparticles in the vaccines. Okay, now we did a whole study last week on injectable microchips and that type of thing. We've also talked about the DNA issue, how that much of what they're putting in these vaccines may actually really, really interfere with our own DNA, which is what makes us us. Okay, DNA deroxynucleic acid. So we want to make sure that we're 
educated on all points of what could potentially be in the vaccine. And just because it's not stated on a label doesn't mean it's not in there. They're not going to have on the label injectable microchip. But we've got some inside information that that's the very case. And they've got it now where they can put it in literally powder form. Now, we've also got these nano robots, which you would have a hard time. You couldn't see them with a human eye, and you'd have to have a microscope to see them. So bear that in mind, too. This article is from Global Research. It's called Nanoparticles Will Be Used in the Untested H1N1 Swine Flu Vaccines. They're just saying it's a, it's a given. Nanoparticles will be used in the untested H1 swine flu vaccines. Yet one more reason to avoid this like the plague. No pun intended. Sorry. This is by Global Research. September 14th. Vaccines which have been approved by the responsible government authorities for vaccination against the alleged H1N1 influenza A swine flu have been found to contain nanoparticles. Um... Vaccine makers have been experimenting with nanoparticles as a way to turbocharge vaccines for several years. Now it has come out that the vaccines approved for in use in Germany and other European countries contain nanoparticles in the form that reportedly attacks healthy cells and can be deadly. Yeah, where do I sign up? I mean, you talk about... You got the nanoparticles, you got the potential injectable microchips, you've got all of the poisons in them, you've got the fact that many of them are going to be grown off, you know, diseased, you know, monkey kidneys or, or aborted babies. You know, and oh, I forgot to tell you this. There was a um email that I sent out recently, and it was on the one of the swine flu vaccines they were using in uh, Australia. And it was a PowerPoint presentation that you could watch. You could go right up there. And it, when it got to what's in, it was called what's in Vervax or one of these ones that are, that are going to be the swine flu. It showed two witches around a, I mean big witches around a cauldron. And there was a bat in the background and a crescent moon. And they had their witches hats on. And they were around a cauldron stirring. And that's where the page where it said what's in the this Ver, Vivax or Vervax or something, swine flu vaccine. Right there. They're not even trying to hide it. I've always said it's a witch's brew. And now it's like they're coming out and, and just openly in your face saying, yeah, it sure is. Except we're going to inject this witch's brew into you. It's unbelievable. These, I've reported on what they call injectable nanorobots, which are robots they can actually inject into your bloodstream that are of a nanometer size. This is technology that is just far beyond what we could hardly conceive. And that they can go in there and supposedly do good things. Well, they can also do very bad things, like little robots in your system. And if you get out of line, if they're already in your body, then, you know, they can turn you on or off, essentially. And that's what we talked about last week. In 2007, researchers at ECLO Polytechnic uh, Federale de Lucene announced in an article in the journal Nature Biotechnology that they have developed a nanoparticle that can deliver vaccines more effectively with fewer side effects and at a fraction of the cost of current vaccine technologies. All lies is what I would say to all of that. The article went on to describe the effects of the breakthrough. At a mere 25 nanometers, these particles are so tiny that once injected, they flow through the skin's extracellular matrix, making a beeline to the lymph nodes. Oh, good, one of our primary um, immune system mechanisms in the body, our lymph nodes. Within minutes, they've reached a concentration of DCs thousands of times greater than in the skin. Um, so, there is at least one small problem with vaccines containing nanoparticles. They can be deadly, and at least they can cause severe irreparable health damage. I mean, yeah, you know, we've got to take the good with the bad, right? You know, I mean, I can, always, I can live with death as a side effect, right? No pun intended. You know, death is an acceptable side effect. I mean, you know, come on. Anyway, um, nanoparticles promoted in the mass media as the new wonder revelation, revolution of science, uh, are particles that have produced vastly smaller 
than deadly asbestos particles, which can cause which cause severe lung damage and death before being outlawed. Particles at a nano size fuse together with the membranes of our body, cell membranes, and according to recent studies in China and Japan, continuously destroy cells once introduced into the body, once they interact with the body's cellular structure. They cannot be removed either. Modern medicine euphemistically terms this phenomenon a continuing infectious reaction. That's one that's what I want going on in my body, a continue continuing infectious reaction. How wonderful. Since the asbestos scandal, it has been established that particles in the size of a millionth of a meter, because of their enormous attractive force, penetrates all cells, destroying all those they come in contact with. Nanoparticles are far, are far smaller than asbestos fibers. I mean, this sounds pretty bad to me. These studies in Japan say that these nanoparticles continuously destroy cells once they're introduced into the body. Yeah, remember, they're trying to kill us. So bear that in mind with everything. People email me, oh, you know about this, you know about that. And I, a lot of it's about depopulation. And I tell them, I'm like, you know, they're, they're trying to kill us in so many ways. I can't keep up with it. Um, I can touch on it and report on it some, but... It's impossible for me to, to, to go in depth on everything. There's so many things they're trying to do. The Beijing test confirmed the deadly effects on humans. The fact that the World Health Organization and European Medicines Evaluation Agency and German Robert Koch Institute and other health bodies today would permit the population to be injected with a largely untested novel vaccines containing nanoparticles says more about the powerful pharma lobby pharmacological lobby in the European politics than it does about the sanity or moral integrity of the civil servants responsible for health of the general public. The September 2000 issue of European Respiratory Journal, one of my favorite magazines, by the way, sorry, just kidding, um, it made public on August 19th, it contains a peer-reviewed article with the title, this was the title, Exposure to Nanoparticles is Related to Plural Effusion, Pulmonary Fibrosis, and granuloma. The article describes tests carried out in 2008 at the elite Beijing Cheong Hospital of seven young women. All seven, aged 18 to 47, had been exposed to nanoparticles for 5 to 13 months in their common workplace. Okay, so these are, these are um, seven young women, ages 18 to 47, all exposed to nanoparticles for 5 to 13 months in their workplace. And here's what it says. All, all were admitted to the hospital for shortness of breath and plural effusions or excessive fluid surrounding the lungs, inhibiting breathing. None of the seven had ever smoked and none were in any special risk group. Doctors carefully tested for every possibility and confirmed that the lung problems had a common origin, regular inhalation of nanoparticles in their factory. They had been exposed to polyacrylate nanoparticles. These were, sounds like they were all normal, and they all were admitted to the hospital, every one of them. The test confirmed that the nanoparticles had set off a super meltdown reaction in the patients. Now remember, this is what they're, they're admitting they're putting in the uh, swine flu vaccines, at least some of them. They're probably in all of them. But this isn't an ingredient you would really even have to list if you didn't want to. You know, hey, it's on the label, but already you know it's being used as a, as a genocide uh, depopulation tool. Um, it's like, not like you can really trust these people to believe what's actually really in it. Who knows what's really in it? This is what they're admitting to. So, the nanoparticles set off a super meltdown reaction in the patients, despite all heroic efforts of the doctors, two of the seven died from lung complications. Women that had no lung problems prior to this. Well, two out of seven died. So, you know, for them, I guess that was a good good ratio. I mean, I, what else can I mind to think? Today, animal studies and in vitro experiments show that nanoparticles can result in lung damage and other toxicity in animals. I mean, this is a terrible thing. I'm making light of it, but I mean, I'm just... This is such a heavy-duty subject. 
I'm just trying to inject a little bit of levity into this. It's just unbelievable what is made light of in, 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 in modern day medicine. You know, why isn't this front page news? Oh, you know, two out of seven died. Totally healthy before this, no lung issues. I mean, they should be, they should be in prison. Whoever was responsible for this. So, um, let's see. The Beijing Shaung Hospital study has now conclusively confirmed that nanoparticles cause lung damage and other toxicity in humans as well. At this point in time, when two of the approved vaccines planned to be mass distributed in Germany and elsewhere contain nanoparticles, failure of the relevant responsible public health and epidemiology officials to order an immediate emergency freeze on the distribution of any vaccine containing nanoparticles can only be considered tantamount to criminal negligence. Amen. Again, that's what I the kind of the point I just brought up here. The fact that they know this and that they're not they're not issuing an immediate emergency freeze on the distribution of any vaccine containing nanoparticles containing uh, nanoparticles, what is that? That is total, willful, criminal negligence. They know it's going to kill people, just the nanoparticles. If, if you just got a shot with these nanoparticles, it would all, it's all it would take. But then they've got all the other stuff in there. Hopefully the responsible authorities will react in time to avert a possible health, human catastrophe, orders on the orders of a magnitude worse than the worst case of the swine flu reported to date. Well, the swine flu's been nothing up to this point. Hasn't been that big of a deal. Now, we're going to go in the next part, and I think I'm just going to start a, a, the next part into a new study under the chemtrails, because it's it does relate to the subject very heavily. Okay, so don't just tune out because I'm going to a different thing. This chemtrail subject is potentially going to be a way that, that they may be used together. In fact, I'm going to prove to you that I believe the chemtrail angle and the vaccine angle are two agents that are being used in conjunction with one another. So it's very important. So I'm going to go ahead and stop this study here and go to the next one. God bless you.